It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. We're wrapping up our position previews prior to Giants training camp with a look at the Giants cornerbacks. That's coming up next on the Locked On Giants podcast. You are Locked On Giants, your daily New York Giants podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, New York Giant fans, and welcome to another edition of the Locked On Giants podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast family, your team every day. My name is Patricia Trena. Happy Monday to everybody. Folks, it's almost here, just another day, and we will have the start of New York Giants training camp. The Giants report Tuesday to the Quest Diagnostics Training Center for the full training camp. And then, of course, Wednesday is the first practice. Now, I can give you a quick update before we get into today's show, which, by the way, is brought to you in part by BetOnline.net. BetOnline.net has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline, where the game starts. All right, just a quick update. Like I said, before we get into today's show about the Giants cornerbacks, The Giants are not having any media availability on Tuesday, which is the reporting date, which means we will not be on the premises to see who's in, who's taking part in the conditioning drills and all that stuff. Head coach Brian Dable is not scheduled to speak until Wednesday. And at that time, by the way, general manager Joe Shane will also be speaking to the media. So Wednesday is going to be the day, folks. It's going to be a busy day. We'll hear from Dable. We'll hear from Shane. We'll hear from the players. And we will have uh, the start of a, the acclimation period to report on. So plenty of stuff coming up on the Lockdown Giants podcast. We'll bring that to you with daily reports and then some. So hope you will tune in. On today's show, we're doing the final position group as part of our training camp preview. We've done uh, all the ones the last couple of weeks. And the final one that we need to do is cornerbacks. And the giant cornerback position Kind of an interesting uh, group, if you will. They have a lot of young talent at cornerback. But the key word here is young because with youth comes inexperience. So we're going to talk a little bit about the state of the cornerbacks, how they kind of got here, what some of the questions are. We'll mention a few of the names that we need to pay attention to and um, just, you know, hope for the best when it comes to this unit because this unit is going to be very important for this Wink Martindale defense. So let's jump right in. All right. So how did we get to this situation with the Giants cornerback? Well, you can probably thank the previous Giants regime for this. All right. By that, I mean, because of the way they managed the salary cap, basically with, you know, restructuring the veteran contracts that they had to get more cap money to sign additional veteran guys and just, you know, basically barring, uh, robbing Peter to pay Paul, I think is the expression. So what happened? Well, now they had a little bit of a salary cap conundrum and they had to cut guys that 
maybe would have helped them this year if they had been able to keep them. And of course, I'm talking about James Bradbury. James Bradbury, after they tried unsuccessfully to trade him, to you know, reportedly work something out to keep him, weren't able to do it. They had to cut him. They recouped something like 12 million plus from the, on the salary cap, which they used to sign their draft class. Great. But they also have a hole now in the quarterback's room. And we'll talk a little bit about that. But first, let's just talk about Bradbury and his two-year production with the Giants. Bradbury made the Pro Bowl his first season with the Giants in 2020. And in that season, he only gave up um, three touchdowns. He had three interceptions and 14 pass breakups, which I believe was second amongst NFL cornerbacks that season. Okay, last year, Bradbury gave up eight touchdowns had uh, four interceptions, and he recorded uh, 13 pass breakups. So not a horrible year for James Bradbury. You know, a lot of it also you could add, you could point to the scheme. You could point to the pass rush, which was not as consistent as it had been the year before. So bottom line is James Bradbury was still pretty much a good player, a serviceable player, and I believe one that they wanted to keep if they could have worked something out. Now, of course, they weren't able to work something out. So therefore, they had to get rid of him. Unfortunately, he is now with the Eagles. So now what does that mean for the group going forward? Well, Adore Jackson is going to be the number one cornerback on this team. All right. So Adore, in his first season with the Giants, he gave up two touchdowns, had one interception, five pass breakups. He was probably the best cornerback the Giants had last year, the most consistent one. Started off a little shaky, but he got better as the season went on. The problem with Adoree Jackson is he had some injuries to deal with, as is, you know, a recurring theme with some of the other guys at cornerback. But that said, all right, so you had the injuries. Um, Darnay Holmes was one of the slot cornerbacks. He got injured. Aaron Robinson whom the Giants drafted to be that big slot cornerback for them, he got injured and had to miss you know, most of his rookie season. So unfortunately, injuries really bit into that cornerback group. And um, you know, between that and, like I said, the scheme, the lack of a pass rush up front, the group wasn't as solid as it had been the year before in 2020. So you know, they're starting from scratch in a way. You know, they are carrying over um, Adoree Jackson, um, Aaron Robinson is projected to be the the um, bookend in that, you know, the outside cornerback. But we're going to talk a little bit more about that coming up in the next segment. I just want to mention real quick, though, getting back to Bradbury, the Giants, from what I understand, did want to try and work something out with him and not just a trade. Ideally, you know, they looked I had heard that they had looked into maybe keeping him. And to keep him, they would have had to revamp um, or redo his contract. They would have had to extend him. And on Giants Country, I had put together a proposal to make that work. But in, in the end, I think Bradbury and his, his camp kind of saw the handwriting on the wall. And uh, the two sides weren't able to work things out. So now Bradbury is in Philadelphia. And uh, the Giants, they're just going to have to figure out what they're going to do with quarterback depth. So we're going to talk about that. Coming up in the next segment, stick with us. 
All right, Giant fans, we have more coming up on today's Locked on Giants podcast. But first, betonline.net is the only place that offers the best information on the latest odds, contests, and player props for all your sports betting needs. No matter what sport you're into, betonline.net has you covered. Plus, they offer everything you need to know about live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games. Head on over to betonline.net today to learn more about the trends and the action. BetOnline, where the game starts. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, Giant fans, welcome back to the Locked On Giants podcast. I'm Patricia Trena. We're getting you ready for training camp, which starts tomorrow. And speaking of tomorrow, I'm going to have good friend Ed Valentine from Big Blue View on the program. We are going to talk about Giants training camp. We're going to preview some of the top storylines. We're going to talk about expectations. We're probably going to bust on each other because that's just what we do. You know, we go back so long. So (laughs) there's rarely a show where we're not busting on each other. So that's coming up um, on tomorrow's show. Hope you will tune in and uh, tune in all, not just tomorrow, but all week long. We'll also have additional, probably bonus shows for you over the weekend since the Giants are going to be practicing on Saturday. So I'm going to do my very best to bring you as much content as I can here on the Locked on Giants podcast. And of course, over on Giants Country, where I do all my writing. So make sure you tune in. All right. We are talking New York Giants cornerback. So let's talk a little bit about how the Giants have reshaped the group in the light of the James Bradbury departure. Now, the reshaping to me is more or less they're getting guys back from the injury list. You know, they did add Cordell Flott, who we'll talk about in a little bit. But for the most part, they have added back guys that they lost to injuries last year. So it's pretty much the same cast of characters with a couple of uh, exceptions here and there. So let's talk about it. Um, As I mentioned before, looks like Aaron Robinson is going to uh, fill in for James Bradbury. He's going to take over that outside uh, cornerback spot. And the good thing about this, you know, just in looking at it, you know, people will say, well, gee, Aaron Robinson was mainly a, a slot cornerback in college. Why are the Giants going to move him out, you know, and play outside? Well, a couple reasons. Number one, Aaron Robinson has good height. He's six foot one. So, you know, the, the height is there. That's very important for, you know, a cornerback in a Wink Martindale system. He wants guys who are tall and who have length. And Aaron Robinson has that. All right. The other thing, and this is kind of under the radar, but important. We know that Wink Martindale wants to run an aggressive scheme, which features a lot of blitzes. Now, James Bradbury, according to, you know, the statistical history, not really used much on the blitz. He's more of a cover guy, a guy you want dropping into coverage to cover um, the opposing receivers. Well, Aaron Robinson is a guy who can blitz and um, also, you know, in, in limited uh, snaps, he had 170 cover snaps 
last year, according to Pro Football Focus, Aaron Robinson allowed 57.1% of the pass targets against him to be caught. And he gave up one touchdown and had two pass breakups. That's not too bad for a small sample size. So Jerome Henderson, the Giants defensive backs coach, spoke about moving Aaron Robinson out to the uh, to, to, from the slot to the outside and believes that that's actually going to allow him to play faster than inside, you know, being inside in the slot. So it sounds like to me, and this was said back, by the way, back in the spring, it sounds to me that, you know, Robinson to the, to the outside is pretty much going to be a done deal. Now, that's not to say he won't see some snaps here and there in the slot, but it sounds like he's going to be primarily their outside cornerback opposite of Adore Jackson. All right. Um, now, speaking of, of uh, the outside, where does Rodarius Williams fit in? Now, Rodarius Williams uh, played a few games last year, suffered a season-ending injury, never came back from, from IR. He should be good to go, but he's going to have to compete, obviously, to, to stick around. Seventh round, um, I think he was a seventh-round draft pick, if I'm not mistaken. Um, talented player, but... Um, I don't know where exactly he's going to fit in. I mean, if you were making up the depth chart today, you would probably say that he's going to be um, maybe the backup behind Adore Jackson and uh, Aaron Robinson. And yes, I would put him ahead of Cordell Flott, which I'll explain why in just a second. So, um, so Rodarius Williams, does he have that speed, that quickness? And, you know, how quickly does he come along? He, he was a guy that I don't really remember seeing or making any notes of uh, from the spring. But then again, you know, the spring, you're not talking about, you know, playing aggressively. There's no contact. There's no tackling. There's no bump and run. So you really can't tell a whole lot. But I don't remember him really kind of making any plays. I don't, I don't even know if he practiced. I'm trying to remember if he practiced much. Um, I don't recall seeing him. So, uh and I kind of, you know, I was there for, for a good number of practices. So I would, I would think I would remember or at least have a note in my notebook. So let's talk about the slot now. In the slot, um, Darnay Holmes, who, it's interesting. They've been try, it seems like the Giants have been trying to replace him ever since they brought him in. Holmes was, uh, uh, he played on the outside when he was in college and the Giants moved him inside and he hasn't been horrible in the slot, but I think the Giants, you know, maybe the size bothers them and they want somebody who's a little bigger to match up against, you know, the tight ends and the bigger receivers that opponents throw at them. But the guy that, I, that you know, I'm watching for the slot is Cordell Flott, the, the draft pick from this year. Now, Cordell Flott is six foot one. And uh, interestingly enough, in, at LSU, of his 1,326 snaps, he played 797 of them in the slot. So logic would dictate that, hey, maybe he becomes your big slot cornerback now, and uh, you know, which would free up Robinson to move to the outside, like we talked about before. So um, that's something I'm going to be looking at. Now, would is it possible that Flott will get snaps on the outside? The Giants try and rotate guys, uh, you know, get them a fair amount of snaps inside and outside but ultimately the guys you know define a role they they find their niche and that's basically the role and I think for his rookie season I can see Cordell Flott being that big slot um, nickelback for the Giants um, 
The Giants also have a couple of veterans that they brought in, guys who have experience with Wink Martindale's system. You have uh, Maurice Canaday and Khalil Dorsey. Now, those two guys have basically had injury issues in their career, so they've turned into journeymen. But like I said, they've had some experience in the past having crossed paths with Wink Martindale or one of Wink's coaches uh, when he was with Baltimore. So they kind of have an idea of, you know, what is expected of the system. Um, whether or not they'll crack into the lineup, that remains to be seen because, you know, again, the injury history is a concern. And um, the Giants, you get, you kind of get the feeling that overall they want to get younger. They want to put down a solid core of young players. And it's going to take time for them to all come together and mesh, if you will. But ultimately, that's what I think they want to do. Um, that's not to say that these veterans can't make the roster or won't make the roster, but that's the direction I think they're kind of going in. So if I had to lay out the depth chart right now, I would say your starters are going to be Aaron Robinson and Adore Jackson. I think your slot guy is probably going to be, I think they want Flot to be the slot guy, but he's going to split reps with Darnay Holmes if Darnay Holmes is healthy and good to go. I'm not sure 100% where Rodarius Williams is going to fit in. I think right now, if you would ask me, I would say he's probably going to be the backup. And then we'll see if one of these veterans, Kennedy or Dorsey, sticks around. But that's how I kind of see this kind of shaking out as far as these young cornerbacks go. A lot of inexperience because of injuries or youth or whatnot. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is a concern. Now, what else is a concern? Stick around and I'll cover that in the next segment. All right, Giant fans, we'll be right back with more on today's Locked on Giants podcast. But first, if you're living paycheck to paycheck or struggling to make ends meet, it can be really stressful when unexpected expenses come up. Well, now Dave can help you get out of a pinch when you really need it. Dave is the banking app that can help get you up to $500 instantly with extra cash. There's no interest and no credit check needed. Millions of people have already downloaded the Dave app to get the financial relief they need with extra cash. So if you're in a pinch and need some extra help, download Dave today from the App Store. That's D-A-V-E. Sign up for an extra cash account and get up to $500 instantly. Future you will thank you. Terms and conditions apply. Instant transfer fees apply. Visit dave.com slash legal for complete information. Banking provided by Evolve, member FDIC. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, Giant fans, welcome back to the Locked On Giants Podcast. I'm Patricia Trena. We're wrapping up our preview of each Giants position unit. We are talking cornerbacks today. Tomorrow, again, Ed Valentine of Big Blue View will be with me as we preview training camp on the whole. We're talking storylines, expectations, everything you need to know to get ready for training camp, which starts Tuesday. 
the Giants Veterans Reporting. First practice is Wednesday, and um, I'll be there. I will bring you everything you need to know, my observations, um, what I'm hearing, everything you need to know uh, from training camp. And I look forward to doing that, even though I'm not looking forward to being out in the heat. We have had a really nasty streak of uh, hot weather here in the Northeast and uh, no rain, but um, listen, that's the price you pay. So just going to be drinking a lot of water. And I urge you, if you're going out to training camp, by the way, make sure you stay hydrated and you put your sunscreen on so that you're protected. So anyway, let's talk about the questions now regarding the Giants cornerback position. And I've, I've been speaking about this basically all show long. I'm concerned about the depth, not because, you know, they don't have bodies to step in, but the experience, the lack of experience, you know, this is a defense that kind of wants to hit the ground running. So, you know, you look at the experience, you know, Jackson's got experience. Robinson has minimal experience. Williams has minimal experience. Canada and Dorsey, minimal experience at the NFL level. That kind of, you know, is a concern. But that being said, you know, we always talk about in order for the pass rush to work, you need the back end of the defense to hold its coverage so that the front end can, can do its thing. Well, I almost feel like the Giants reversed course on their thinking a little bit because of what happened with, you know, where things were going with Bradbury and, and just the makeup of the cornerback room. And by that, I mean, in the past, the Giants pass rush, the front seven, they didn't really present to the opposing offense a case of pick your own poison, all right? So basically it was, okay, Leonard Williams is your only serious pass rush, so we'll double Leonard Williams up. Oh, now they add Aziz Ojolari. Ah, we could probably chip Ojolari coming off the edge. Well, now the Giants added more pass rushers. You know, Kayvon Thibodeau, um, Ellerson Smith's going to be in the mix. Uh, Ojolari, I mentioned Leonard Williams. Jihad Ward is going to be in the mix. They're going to have a bunch of pass rushers. So now it's pick your own poison if you are the opposing team. Who do you double up? And if you double somebody up, now, can they, you know, your guys who are going one-on-one -on -one hold off the Giants pass rushers? And I just get the feeling that that was kind of the plan by the Giants. Let's beef up the front seven. Let's make that pass rush extra deep, extra lethal, and take some of the onus off that young defensive secondary. And I think that makes sense to a degree because if these guys can get home and force the quarterback to throw early, now you don't have to really rely on the, the defensive backs, the cornerbacks to hold their coverage as long. And that can be good because it gives them a chance to get their feet wet, to get comfortable, to get experience. You're putting the onus on the front seven as opposed to the back seven. So I just, I think that's the approach that they took. And I think they took that on purpose, knowing what they had, what they were going to be able to do and just how things kind of fell together. So We'll see if that works because, you know, obviously quarterbacks nowadays, they try to get the ball out of their hands as quickly as possible against the rush, but you also have to have an open receiver. So I'm not saying that, you know, these guys won't have to cover on the back end. They will, but, you know, will they have to hold their coverage more than 3.5 seconds? No, 
I don't think that will be the case. And I would hope that uh, the average time that the opposing quarterback has to throw the ball is less than 3.5 seconds, which was about the average that they had last year because the Giants just, the pass rush just wasn't getting home. So we'll see if that plays into um, the mix, if that kind of mitigates the fact that the Giants have not a lot of experience in their, at their quarterback position. Okay. The other question, the health, you know, I mentioned the injury situation, guys who have been banged up, Jackson, Holmes, Robinson, these guys need to stay healthy. If they don't stay healthy, I mean, think about it for a second, folks. If a Dory Jackson or Aaron Robinson goes down with an injury, the next man up right now is probably Rodarius Williams, who himself is coming off an injury and who's not very experienced. That's kind of a concern, not because Rodarius Williams is terrible, but you want, you, you like experience ideally. And, you know, you just, you're never going to get everything you want when it comes to a football team, but, you know, the depth, the lack of experience is a big concern in my opinion. All right. Um, the blitzing, all right. Wink Martindale is going to be throwing a lot of blitzes. He's going to be aggressive. He's going to come after opposing quarterbacks. Do they have guys that can blitz? I think they do. Um, how effective they're going to be and whether they can get home remains to be seen though. So these are some of the questions I have about the cornerback spot. Um, I'm not as concerned as I was earlier in the off season about this unit. I still say though, that the cornerback group is probably my number one concern in terms of how it all shapes up. But the salvageable part for me is twofold. Number one, I do think Aaron Robinson is going to develop into a good outside cornerback. And I am a huge, huge fan of Jerome Henderson's defensive backs coach. You look at what Henderson was able to do last year when guys were getting injured and basically they had to pull guys up from the practice squad and he got that unit playing fairly well. So I have confidence that he will be able to do the same thing with this young group of cornerbacks and I think we will see them take, um, as a group, we will see them take a big step forward in their development as the season goes on. And um, let's hope so, because this defense, they're going to be looking to be a top half, top 10 type of defense. And the potential's there, just got to put it all together. So we'll see how it all comes together. And like I said, I will be bringing you all the updates, everything you need to know. So make sure you keep it here on the Locked on Giants podcast. And as always, thank you for making us your first listen of the day or watching on YouTube, your first watch of the day. Ed Valentine joins me tomorrow for our training camp preview. And then come Wednesday, let's get it, folks. Joe Shane, Brian Dable on tap, players on tap, practices here. We're doing this. Can't wait. See you tomorrow, everybody. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. 
Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.